you should get in trouble. Didn't know what to do. Go to a brown skin, chocolate to the bone. And if you should go into a strange town and don't know where to stop, stop at a brown skin, chocolate to the bone. I'm so glad I'm brown skin. I wouldn't be shady for nothing. It's a mother mother for your brown skin. All my family's brown skin. Paul's got a mule, he's brown skin. The wagon he pulls is brown skin. The house we live in is brown skin. Chocolate to the bone. Oh. Should get in hard luck, didn't know where to go. Go to a brown skin, chocolate to the bone. And if you should have a bad feeling and didn't know what to do, go to a brown skin, chocolate to the bone. Oh, I've got a dog, he's brown skin. Please on him a brown skin. The clothes I wear are brown skin. Stuff I drink is brown skin. All the cats in the band are brown skin. The bed I sleep in is brown skin. The bed bugs bite my brown skin. They're chocolate to the bone. Oh. Kaiser here, hosting another radio program on WFMU. The song we just heard was called Chocolate to the Bone by Frankie uh, Halfpint Jackson. Before that was Harry Reeser featuring William Wurgis on piano. Uh, they did Ukulele Lady, recorded in 1925. Now, uh, that was composed by Richard Whiting, and it was Columbia Records, uh, catalog number 409, uh, matrix number W. One four zero seven zero four, and it was take two. I'm giving you all this information because I have 12 copies of that record in mint condition. And if you want to obtain one, speak to my agent, Lola Bell Pancake. She handles all the shady deals that arise out of my so-called work here as a disc jockey on WFMU. You see, the station, they have this ridiculous conflict of interest policy that says you can't make a dime from hosting a radio show on non-commercial WFMU. Well, in the case of uh, valuable 78 RPM records that uh, we have and you want, we are willing to barter. So make an offer to Lola Bell if you want one of these rare Harry Reeser platters. I bought the last dozen from the pressing plant in October 1925. How, how, can I, how can I say this? They are going out of style. As speaking of not supposed to make a dime from hosting a show on WFMU, uh, we have brazenly violated that rule repeatedly when it comes to paid sponsorship of the Old Codger Show. We aren't a bunch of numbskull socialists who hear, uh, here who think that every WFMU program should be equal we firmly believe, as our late friend George Orwell said, that some shows are more equal than others. Orwell had a fine collection of uh, 70 RPM records. By the way, he was a frequent guest in my bunker on Springdale Avenue in East Orange during the late 1940s. Uh, George Orwell was uh, particularly fond of recordings by Pig Meat Pete and Cat Juice Charlie. Anyway, moving right along, we're, we are now introducing... Yet another fabulous new product to the old Codger line of proud sponsors. This one is uh, after-party skin care and cosmetics. And, of course, we have the lovely Unita Bodenheim to extol the virtues of this product line, which is especially for the ladies. Ladies, nobody likes a funeral. 
But who doesn't love the fresh, unspoiled complexion of the dearly departed? Well, with recent government deregulation, you can have the flawless visage today that was once available only to the deceased. The new after-party skincare and cosmetics line is formulated with the very same scientific care and components as the Lady Mortine family of industrial preparations you may have seen on your female friends and loved ones, and which has been a personal beauty secret of lady undertakers for years. Going on a date but afraid your king-sized paws will kill the mood? With heaven-sent elastomeric resin, after-party's two-in-one humectant and sealer, you'll get the same satiny polished skinny effects seen in the centerfolds of Embalmer's Companion, with no distracting surface glare or fumes. Just in one coat, create a lasting impression with After Party's signature serum, Recomposition. With its range of tones and textures, you can recreate a natural, serene, weatherproof power and no more cakey buildup, so your lifelike result will endure for days, no matter where they find you. After Party's Fresh Flesh Lib formulas include a proprietary 30-weight filler that will make even the plainest, driest lips plump, velvety, and irresistible. And the tasteful variety of colors are guaranteed not to fade or flake. It's like a perpetual smile. Each after-party product comes with a professional quality applicator used by the industry's finest technicians. These include German forged scalpels, mini and maxi spatulas, a multi-purpose burnishing tool and scraper, bone knife, and rotary wimble for those occasional stubborn areas. And each applicator does double duty in your crafting closet or utility drawer. If you like taxidermy, you'll love the wimble. Caution, sterilize after use. Ask for after-party skincare and cosmetics from Del Barton Specialty Fluids and finer drugstores. You'll look like heaven on earth. Can't you hear a broken heart that cries out? 
She won't have to sell her money. Oh, I see. No, boy, I wouldn't have to let her sell it. You sure it'll work like that? Now, if it was me, that would never do. Oh, I'd be the head. I have to hang around home every day and night. I'm even scared, you know, to trust that little gal. Out of my sight, she may sell my monkey. She may sell my monkey. Ah, oh, you can't take it, huh? You can't take it. <laughs> she may sell my monkey. Then I know that would never do. Basically, I'll be evil as any man can be. Until I make her realize he still belongs to me. She want to sell my monkey. She want to sell my monkey. She want to sell my monkey. But that will never do. Hold it, baby. How you mistreat me, oh, you great big brute. You can't defeat me, you can shower me with abuse. But you'll never shake me loose, oh, you great big brute. You can browbeat me, but I'm telling you, it's no use. Say I get in your hair. Well, baby, I don't care. You can throw bricks at my window You can put tacks in my shoe You can sprinkle ground glass on my apple sass But you can't stop me from loving you You can put rocks in my pillow You can put sand in my stew You can be as aloof as the Chrysler roof But you can't stop me from loving you you can sneer at my devotion be as mean as 
as you can be Ridicule my great emotion But you're never gonna discourage me You can put locks in my cornflakes Tell me my brain's good as new You can laugh in my face When you trump my ace But you can't stop me from loving you You can put flit in my gargle Seal up your pockets with glue You can even throw fleas on my Pekingese But you can't stop me from loving you You can go tell Walter Winchell Every darn thing that I do You can tear me to rags just to give him gags But you can't stop me from loving you You can cut up my umbrella Even put up thistle where I sit You can make me take vanilla When you know I'm crazy about chocolate You can wear socks without garters Carry lace and kerchiefs too You can smell of Chanel on your coat lapel But you can't stop me from loving you Concludes 
another fine set of music on the old Codger show. Uh, we began uh, that set with Florence Desmond, and she sang Cigarettes, Cigars. Then the great Tamper Red, a uh, great player and singer, which she wants to sell my monkey. Ethel Waters sang You Can't Stop Me From Loving You, and we finished up with the great James Moody on saxophone and a tune called Convulsions. So, I'm Courtney T. Edison, the old codger here every week on WFMU, and I feel invigorated because I spent a wonderful, refreshing weekend at Rancho Relaxo. Yeah, Rancho Relaxo was founded by a famous actor and a potato magnate, uh, Mickey Rooney, in 1953. It's, uh, Rancho Relaxo is located in the scenic community of uh, Bedbug Hill, Across Alligator Ridge, not far from uh, Mount Misery in South Jersey. It's, uh, it's on the site of the old Black Dog Sanatorium. Anyway, Rancho Relaxo is a paradise for the hardworking man, or the, the frustrated man, or the browbeaten man. Men! Yeah, yes, that's who goes there. Women are not allowed to visit. Uh, there's a few that work there, but they have been recruited carefully, and their backgrounds have been meticulously researched. There's no demanding women, no hungry women, no gold-digging women, no no feminists, no bra-burners, no women with any appealing characteristics. They must be bland, obedient, and lacking any charisma. This is to avoid any sort of spark between the patrons and the staff, you understand. Ah, oh, Rancho Relaxo, it's great. There's an abundance of spittoons all over the place. And wherever you spit, there's going to be a spittoon that it'll land in. You, they have limitless snuff. They have a bowling alleys in the basement there. They offer a, a vaudeville floor show. Well, it's, it's puppets, but it's, it's just like vaudeville. And then a f free handshakes for seniors and veterans. Plus... They, the Rancho Relaxo offers a 10% discount for amputees on all amenities. In fact, they give you 10% off for each missing limb. So it's a great place to go. It's a, too bad about Mickey Rooney. He led a fabulous, glamorous life, but he died tragically. In 1989, he was uh, run over by a truck delivering imitation Swiss cheeses. Anyway, visiting Rancho Relaxo is a real trip back in time for weary souls, as I be as I am every so often. Speaking of going back in time, you know, a few weeks ago here on WFMU, we listened to an old Codger radio show from 2007, thanks to the Del Barton time machine. Some of you listeners did not believe we had actually been transported back 13 years, but I told you so. And I meant it. We were using a prototype of the Del Barton time machine, and it was a test run, which was successful. So now the Del Barton time machine is being issued in a consumer model, which you can buy and visit history and the future. Yes, another new sponsor for the old Codger radio show. Here's uh, Gus Bodenheim explaining the magnificence of the Del Barton time machine. Sleek, luxurious, indifferent to every known law of physics because it knows better. Discover the Del Barton Time Machine. This sumptuous chronoelastic revisitation mechanism offers the kind of smooth intergenerational transport known up to now only to a select few who still have yet to exist. Paradox found. No confusing temporal warps, no rotating black holes, no pesky buffering, no turbulence. J.D. Power & Associates said... We have nets, but all transport modules provide extra legroom. Child-free sections are available. Del Barton provides premium pods offering snacks, cocktails, and foot rubs administered by attractive, decommissioned airline stewardesses from the 1950s. 
Guaranteed safe arrival in the dimension of your choice. Kill Hitler. Save Buddy Holly. Ridicule Eloy. Why not? You have all the time you need and then some. And when you choose to return to the present, you'll arrive in the same condition you left. And with each ride back in time, you're awarded extra bonus years. If changes are made to your time travel itinerary, surcharges may apply. Cell phone use and picture taking strictly prohibited. The Del Barton Time Machine is a proud sponsor of the old Conjure radio program.
Here's the face you cookies all ought to know. You can tell me I'm not wanted, but the joint will still be haunted, cause I'm the ghost of Smokey Joe. Remember when I kicked the bucket in my mansion up on Strivers Road? When they came and took me off in a zillion dollar coffin, cause I'm the ghost of Smokey Joe. Tell me, do you remember Minnie? Yeah, we remember Minnie. That frail I never found. You never recognize your Minnie. You mean to say that Minnie quit kicking the gong around? I got a date on my estate down in Hades. Call my chariot so I can go. And should the mooch you're walking, just tell her you've been talking to the ghost of Smokey Joe. Yes, I remember Minnie, she's that frill I never found. You mean to say that Minnie quit kicking the gong around? I got a day! And should the mooch you walk in, just tell her you've been talking to the ghost of Smokey. some more great music there. Uh, uh, we started with Cole Porter and never give anything away. Bert Schefter and his rhythm octet gave us a SOS. Victorious Spivey with the Dopehead Blues and the great Cab Calloway with his orchestra and the, the ghost of Smokey Joe. Well, this is the old codger, Corky T. Edison on WFMU. Here in East Orange, well, we're not in East Orange, I am. They used to be. They, they left town, thought they could give me the slip. <laughs> but I fooled them. I'm still here on the radio every week playing 70 RPM records, just like they are going out of style. Well, there's a WFMU fundraiser going on this month, and they say it's a silent fundraiser, so we're not supposed to talk about it on the air. Yeah, that makes sense. You need money to run your radio station, and you depend on listener contributions, but don't tell anyone. It's WFMU's little secret. Shh! The, the, the problem with WFMU is, is that they don't know how to hustle. That's why they're perpetually broke. Also because hippies don't know how to manage money. Making money is all about hustling. That's why I have... Lola Bell Pancake, as my assistant, she knows all about hustling. She hustles, so I don't have to. M my hustling days are bygone. You know, when I, since I hit 85, several decades ago. That's right, uh, my third hip replacement is older than you. Yes, I have three hips. Little known fact about the old Kaiser. Anyways, look, this fundraising thing, send your checks, payable. Make them payable to Courtney T. Edison, E-D-I-S-O-N, and mail them to me. That's my bunker in East Orange, New Jersey. Last week, Lola Bell hauled in a sack of envelopes filled with checks. <laughs> it was very gratifying, but some of them were not signed, and some were illegible, and far too many were made payable to WFMU. I can't deposit checks made out to WFMU. That's, that's not how this works. Please cooperate, citizens. I'm here each week serving your musical needs. These, these Rancho Malario cigars and rare V-discs don't pay for themselves. And then there's Lola Bell's salary, which, which I'm proud to say is higher than minimum wage. In fact, it's 10 cents an hour higher, which makes her the, the highest paid 
non non-executive member of the old Kaiser team. I know you might think that Gus Bodenheim, the man with the sonorous delivery during commercial breaks, you might think that he might be the highest paid staffer. Well, actually, Gus Bodenheim does not get paid. His work for the old Codger program is part of it. He, uh, the 400 hours of community service he was sentenced to for public debauchery and unspeakable vileness. Anyway, so this fundraiser, here's a song. It's about money. I played it last week, but last week's version featured me doing the singing. This time, I will let my old buddy Mel Blank sing about money on WFMU. Don't want no lovin', don't want no kissin', don't want no gal to call me honey. Don't want my name in the Hall of Fame, just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that letters hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats, let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. El Dinero, wanna be a millionaire. Give me money, 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 money. I want that green ammunition, that's the stuff for which I'm wishing. Fill my closets with deposits, I'm a demon at addition. Give me shekels, give me pesos, let me see their smiling face goes. Money, 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 money. I want to get me a suit that's made out of loot and whistle the wearing of the green. I've got that monetary itis, like to be just like King Midas. Want that golden touch is what I mean. Give me that old double eagle. Want that tender that is legal and financially, substantially, any sum I can inveigle. Want to live in regal splendor with that loving legal tender. Give me money, 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 money. I'm a greenback collector, I'm a paper bill inspector, I'm a savage for that cabbage, man to me it's golden nectar, pour that filthy lucre on me, spread those loving germs upon me, give me money, 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 just let me roll round upon it, stuff those bank rags in my bonnet, any kind just so some president has got his picture on it, let me feel it, let me hold it, let me sit there and fold it, give me money, 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 I want a carload of cash, the kind I can Stash, a vat full of vododio dough. You know your banker never lets it matter whereabouts you get it, as you got it, boy. That's all he wants to know. <laughs> Give me treasure I can measure, cause that's my idea of pleasure. Give me wampum, gelder, gitas, let me count it at my leisure. Let me live in regal splendor with that lovely legal tender. Give me money, 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 money. And if they ever plant trees of E pluribus unum, I want to be the guy that they send out to prune them. Money, 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 You'll find your 
their places that this heart of mine embraces all day wrap up the show. So I'll just tell you that you heard uh, Mel Blanc and sing a song about money and then Ruth Edding sang Back in Your Own Backyard. Uh, James P. Johnson with a great performance of Blue Turning Gray Over You. And then we close out the show with a lovely ballad by Billie Holiday. I'll be seeing you. A little farewell for today's show. I've got to get out of here. I'm the old codger. Got to fin- finish the show Make way for Hardy White. Also, I have a, a very important delivery coming early tomorrow, so I need to rise and shine at 7 a.m. Uh, a, a truck is going to roll up on Springdale Avenue and deliver a Sears mail-order pouting shanty. That's right, the one I've been in since 1961. Uh, the roof leaks, and the floorboards are loose, and the west wall is collapsing, and the termites have nibbled away the support beams. So I ordered, uh, yeah, a new pouting shanty from the Sears catalog. It's a kit, and they'll deliver it tomorrow. We'll put it together, and I'll be in it by tomorrow night. I ordered the deluxe model, which comes with all all the amenities. It's got a spittoon, uh, pre-filled ashtrays, a workbench, uh, the shelves, of course, for liquor, for the sly weasel bourbon. There's a bare overhead bulb, a cigar humidor, a, v- a vintage ratty easy chair, uh, an AM-FM tube radio. And also, the, this kit comes complete with a Sears-trained cat. That's right. I know I have my own cat. A live cat from the Sears company. They deliver it. Uh, anyway, stay tuned for Hardy White. He's going, as I understand, going to discuss how to attach a new flap waddle on your do-hang. I'm sure it'll be well worth your while. 
to stay tuned for Hardy White's Miracle Nutrition here on uh, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM online at WFMU.org. I'm Neil Codger. I'll be back next week. By then I will have been plushed to discovers dozens of times. Hello, Vicky. Are you there? I am calling you on the phone. Hello. Oh, I didn't even ring. You picked up. You must have been going to make an outgoing call just as I called. Yeah, it didn't ring here either. I don't, I don't know how that happened. Oh, it might be psychic. Sometimes someone is really strongly in my thoughts and then they call. And yeah. if they're long dead, that can be disconcerting. Yeah, I often get a letter from people when I think about them. Wow. I mean, now, do you get the letter as you're thinking about them, or do they write the letter as you're thinking about them, and then you get it a week later? They, uh, it arrives, I think about them and the letter arrives, or I think about them and they send me a message, particularly if they're paranoid that I, they're, they're supposed to be doing something uh, in my direction. So it'll be I've... like an embarrassed message. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you were thinking about me. Yes. That's embarrassing. Yes. A lot of times I think, I wonder if people are thinking about me, and they turn on the radio and they go, oh, I was just thinking about Hardy. And then uh -huh. he's, now he's on the radio. But I knew that because it's on the schedule. So yeah, I don't I know. Kind of, I kind of think that's not psychic. That might not be psychic. No. I used to feel that way about television. I'd go, oh, it's 8 o'clock on a Friday. I bet the Brady Bunch is on. And then it would be on. But uh, that's because I'd just been reading TV Guide, and that puts ideas in your head. Uh-huh. You, did, you, did you ever read the television guide where it would sum up a show? Mm, the Radio Times. Yeah, it would sum up a show in just a paragraph, and you'd think, well, now do I want to see that? Yeah, I don't know what the Radio Times is called now, but it used to be called the Radio Times, I guess, before mm -hmm. the TV. And they just carried on calling it the Radio Times. Oh, even though it was... The picture radio. Yeah, and maybe it became the radio and TV times. That's right. It's just like here. They had TV Guide back in the 1900s before there was even radio. I don't know what. It must have meant something different. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm confusing it with the uh, with something else. With reality? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> I'm trying to think of this old-time magazine, and it slipped my... I'm not as sharp as I used to be. I don't think... You can say that for any tool. When were you sharp? Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'm supposed to be sharp. No. Maybe I'm a blunt instrument. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, blunt's good. <laughs> Police Gazette. That's what I was best. trying to think of. <laughs> doing my best to be blunt right now. <laughs> okay, can we go back and do the TV guy joke again so I yeah, can okay. say Police Gazette? All uh, right. Foley. I can edit this. Foley. Don't worry. None of this is going to be in order. It's all okay. going to be edited and we're going to sound brilliant. Now. The reason I am speaking to you, Vicky, mm -hmm. is because uh, I want someone else to do half of my show this week. I know because, you do. Because I'm a nervous wreck. Why are you a nervous wreck, Hardy? I almost don't need you. Who, uh, me? Because I'm answering my, I'm asking my own questions. Go, you say that. That's your line. Why are you a nervous wreck, Hardy? Why are you a nervous wreck, Hardy? Okay, can I get you to just cut out the space between wreck and hearty a little bit? Let's just do that one more time. Take why, two. why are you a nervous wreck, hearty? All right, still you're putting a lot of space between wreck and hearty. Why and, are you a nervous wreck, hearty? That sounds great. Well, I'm glad you asked that again. I'm not. I, I <laughs> you always, you always pay the price for speaking to me. Yeah, I sorry. wonder if people, I would. I assume people know that we're we're close friends and we respect each other, <laughs> and, and that, well, that we do this. None of my people know because before I came on here, like my husband, I, I said, "Oh, I'm I'm going to record for an hour of Hearty because he because he, he mm -hmm. hasn't got any ideas for his show because he's stressed out," and he said, "All right," and he said, "Oh, do you do you, you know do you tell anyone that you're doing that?" I said, "No." Oh no! Because well, I, because you're if ashamed. I tell. No, if I tell people that that I'm doing this, yes. they'll they'll listen, and then oh, I can't I just oh. then I just can't 
be normal. I know. I I know. I feel the same way, and it's my show every week. Yeah, I mean, I go, this oh. is where we. This is where we say, I don't know. This is where I tell you, I don't know when you're being hearty white anyway. Oh, I know. Whoa. Yeah. Why Why people might listen to me. But you think I you're know, distinctly true. different as hearty white to... I am. The... Why are you breaking the third wall? I am hearty white. <laughs> why are you doing that? I'm going to have to take all this out. <laughs> why? Why? Because let's say you were on Pee Wee's Playhouse and you go, and you kept calling me Paul or something. I didn't. I call you Hearty. I know, but you sound like hard, like I'm not Hardy White during the week. Well, you are, aren't you? Literally, everybody calls me Hardy White. I now, do. <laughs> I get more dramatic on the radio, so I might go, oh, but I'm no, really, no different. <laughs> well, like Scooby Doo. <laughs> no, like Jerry Clower. Do Scooby Doo. Scooby snacks. But um oh people are gonna love that. People someone just recommended your show to me and now I don't see what they see in it. That's the thing about being <laughs> l wonderfully inconsistent. Is that I, I feel like I make fools of people who who, who like my show. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. they'll go because oh, I, because I am, I'm wildly inconsistent, and I always am afraid. Is, reality is mostly inconsistent, apart from two major points. In reality, two inevitable things happen in reality, and everything else is just flailing wildly, flailing wildly, inconsequential, um, framed as consequential. But supposedly, once we're um, doing entertainment or or somehow taking some higher position to other people. We're supposed to have some kind of consequential nature to what we're doing. Well, there is a, there is a um, I am sensitive to a couple of things I should be sensitive to. And that one is um, if somebody uh, is giving you what I think is the gift of their attention, which I do think is a gift, if someone's paying attention to something uh, you're saying, mm. um, and they're giving you their time, which is also finite, mm -hmm. uh, that it, it is, you are obliged not to waste it or, or uh, at least to, to, to try to honor that, uh, that gift. And so I don't, I wouldn't want to go uh, to pay, you know, $20 to go see a play. And then the play is just somebody uh sitting there picking their nose and berating me or something that i don't know that i'd get too much out of that and uh so i i do try to uh you know put uh effort into things and but the problem is that life interferes with that mm -hmm. especially with getting ideas or thinking clearly or even having the time or focus to execute something can be really a challenge. And I know that this is something that affects everybody. Like, you know, you get a job, right? And and in the interview, you're on your, you know, usually at your best. And then that maybe that first week, you know, you're sort of at your best. And then, you know, then you have a spastic colon or you have a, 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 a sick mother or you have neighbors that won't shut up so you can't sleep. And, and that affects uh, your performance it's hard to do a good job if uh if other things are interfering so when other things are interfering with you you were saying before that what what people find irritating within art is if it appears that no effort has been done so if you know if it's trashy or if it's like an Andy Warhol thing where it's like a kind of fly on the wall type thing or if it's John Cage like prolonging something a really long time and making it boring people don't like it because that's like real life oh it's that that's very true that's very true but there is a sort of uh doing that that comes with uh if somebody has a lack of self-awareness and they do that I've seen uh, I had acquaintances on uh, social media sometimes that were artists, and they would post their their art. And a lot of times it was um, art that was 